tables this morning. We're going to John chapter 14. John chapter 14, verses 1 through 6. John chapter 14, verses 1 through verse 6. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. And whether I go, you know, and the way, you know. Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. And I would like to minister to you for a moment from this thought, the way that leads to life. The way that leads to life. Father, we love you today. Again, we thank you for your word thus far. Sweet Holy Spirit, sweet Heavenly Dove, O oh God, stay with us. Give us wisdom. Give us knowledge. Give us understanding, O oh God, that we may grow thereby. Lord, we thank you again this day for what you've done already in this place. Lord, your presence that we feel touch us, God. And I'm thankful for the comfort and assurance of your word. Let none of us leave the way that we came, God, but let us leave changed, renewed, and refreshing your power and anointing, and we will give you glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. And you may be seated. The way that leadeth to life. There are many religions in the world, as you and I are well of, and each one of them will tell you their doctrine is the right way for obtaining eternal life. But Jesus lets us know that I am the way. When we begin to look at the teachings through the scriptures of the apostles in Jesus Christ, they make it very clear that Jesus is the only way. The apostle Paul, writing to Timothy in 1 Timothy 3.16, lets us know, And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, and received back unto glory. John tells us in John 1, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made with, by Him, and without Him was not any thing made that was made, and in him was life, and life was the light of men, and the light shineth in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. So every scripture that you begin to read, Jesus begins to lay out for you and I to look unto him, because he is the giver of life. Amen. There are many roads, and there are many pathways that people will tell you that will lead to your destination, but all of them does not get you to your final destination. 
for a good example, if I was on Interstate 90 and I ran into you going south down by Madison and I said to you, hey, man, how do I get to Rochester? And you would say to me, well, you need to turn around and go back the other direction. And I would say to you, no, I think I can get there this way. I'll just keep going down 90. You would say, no, man, you need to turn around. Rochester's in the other direction. Amen. But I keep insisting that I'm on the right road and I'm going that way and I'm going to get to Rochester. Pretty soon you're going to tell me, just go ahead and see if you wind up the Rochester going that way. But that's how it is in so many people's lives. You try to get them on the right path. You try to give them directions uh, and the way that they should go. But they're insisting that they're in the right way and they're on the right path. Amen. This is why on the day of Pentecost when Peter began to preach, uh, and they said to him, men and brethren, what shall we do? Peter says, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promises to you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. With many other words did he testify and exalt, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. So notice Peter began to tell them that they needed to turn around. They need to change their directions. But sad to say, more people continue to want to stay on the path they're on instead of turning around. Most of the people in the military will tell you there's two commands for turning about. The first one is an about face, but about face is a stationary movement. In other words, I'm standing at attention, Sister Bell, and the command is about face. So I turn around, but I'm not going any place, okay? All I did was just turn around. But if I'm marching along and you tell me rear march, then I execute and I pivot and I go back the other way. I start marching in a totally different direction. That's what God desires of you and I. When we come to an understanding of the truth of His Word, He says, turn around, amen, and go in the opposite direction, amen. Because He is the life and He is the way, amen. Jesus says in Matthew seven thirteen and 14, enter you at the straight gate, because wide is the gate and broad is the way that lead to destruction and many there be which go in thereat because straight is the gate and narrow is the way that leads to life and few there be which finds it. Notice, the straight way and the narrow way, only few is going to find it. So you have to ask your questions. Am I part of the few? Are you part of the few? Notice what he said, enter ye at the straight gate, because wide is the gate, and broad is the way that lead to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat, because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way that leadeth to life, and few there be which find it. So I have to keep asking myself is if I am in the straight and the narrow way. Or if I am following everybody else's way. Jesus says no man can come unto the Father 
but by me. Truth is always straight. Truth is always narrow. So you have to realize, amen, if you find out that you're not in the right way, you've got to turn around. You see, Acts 2.38 is not giving you eternal life. Don't, don't get me wrong. That's just to get you on the road. Amen. Now you have got to follow the Word of God. You have got to do what the Word of God tells you to do in order for you to stay in the straight and narrow pathway. It did me no good to get on the road to go the right way, and I don't stay on the road to the right way. Amen. If I'm going to go all over the place, uh, then pretty soon I'm going to lead myself into destruction. So therefore, I've got to stay in the straight and narrow way. Proverbs 8 says, I wisdom. Amen. Amen says, does not wisdom cry and understand and put forth the voice? She Others, amen, from the high places, uh, amen, she, she comes at you, amen, from the opening of the door, at the coming in at the gate, amen, unto you, O men, I call, and my voice is unto the sons of men. Notice, wisdom is calling to you. He's saying, get in the straight and narrow path. That's not wisdom cry and understand and put forth her voice. Amen. She cries at the entrance of the gate, at the coming in of the city, at the entrance of the door. Unto you, O men, I call, and my voice is to the sons of men. O you simple, understand wisdom, and you fools, be ye of an understanding heart. Hear, he says, for I will speak of excellent things. And the open of my lips shall be right things. Amen. Notice, I will open my lips and it will be right things. Amen. He goes on and he said, For all the words of my mouth are in truth and wickedness is abomination to my lips. Amen. My mouth shall speak of righteousness. And forwardness and perverseness is not in them. There's nothing forward or perverse in them. Praise God. You've got to have wisdom. You've got to have knowledge and you've got to have understanding. Amen. Receive my instructions and not silver and knowledge rather than choice gold. For I, wisdom, dwell with prudence, and I find out knowledge of witty inventions. Amen. Everything you have need of is in God. Amen. I, wisdom, dwell with prudence, and I find out knowledge of witty inventions. Amen. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil and pride and arrogance, and the evil way do I hate. Counsel is mine. I am sound wisdom. I have understanding by me. Amen. Kings rule and princes decree justice. With, I mean princes and nobles and all the judges of the earth. I love them that love me. and They that seek me early shall find me. Notice. 
Amen. Riches and honor are with me. Yea, doable riches and righteousness. I love them that love me. And those that seek me early shall find me. The Lord says. Are you seeking him early? What does Isaiah 7, 55? Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the uh, uh, wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return unto the Lord. Amen. And he will have mercy upon them. Even to our God who will abundantly pardon. For my ways are not your ways and my thoughts are not your thoughts. For my ways are higher than your ways and my thoughts than your ways. Amen. Wisdom is always calling you. Wisdom is that straight and narrow path that God is trying to get you into. You need to have wisdom and you need to have knowledge and you need to have understanding to stay in the straight and narrow pathway. Amen. You need to know what the Word of God says. Amen. Come unto me, all ye that are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. You need to have the truth. Buy the truth and sell it not. Amen. Truth shall make you free, Jesus says. Wisdom is what you need. Amen. He goes on and says, in Proverbs 8, he says, I lead in the way of righteousness and the mist of judgment. Amen. Think about it. That those that love me shall inherit substance and I will fill their treasure. Notice, God says, hey, you love me, you seek me, I'm going to feel your treasure. Amen. Think about it. Then he goes on and says, I wisdom. Amen. I was with him from the beginning of his ways of old. Before he ever established the earth. I was right there. He says, I was there when he established the earth. I was set up from everlasting up before ever the earth was. When there was no fountains abounding with deep, he says, I was brought forth. When there was no water in the depths, he says, I was there. As one brought up with him, one by his side, and I was daily his delight, rejoicing always in the habitable parts of his earth. Amen. And my delight was to the sons of men. Notice. Blessed are they that keep my way. Hear. Receive my instructions. Be wise and refuse it not. For blessed are they that watch daily at my gate, waiting at the post of my door. Notice. Because whosoever findeth me, find life, and shall obtain favor of the Lord. But he that wrongeth, sinneth against me, wrongeth his own soul. Oh, they that hate me love death. Notice, you need wisdom. It is the way that leads to life. It is the way to keep us in the straight and narrow pathway. Amen. If Jesus came to give me life and that more abundantly, shouldn't I be seeking after that? 
that's going to give me life abundantly. An abundant life is a yielded life. Amen. I yield myself to God. It is not about me. It's about Him. I give myself away so He can use me. I yield to Him. Not my members to the world. Not my members to sin. I yield my members to the Lord. I have a service life. I become servants of the Lord. This is why Paul says in Romans 12, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable unto God, which is a reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You've got to think totally different than what you used to think when you come to the Lord. You must now yield yourself to God and say, Here my God, use me. As we sung the open song, above all else, I must be saved. God, whatever you have to do to me, don't you let me be lost for eternity. I want to be with you forever. I want to live and reign with you forever. I'm yielding myself as a living sacrifice unto God. I have a mature life. I have a godly life. I have a joyful life. I have a peaceful life. I have a commitment life. Amen. Because if I don't commit all of me to God, He don't want any of me. I must give Him everything about me to Him and say, Here, my God, I give myself away so you can use me. If neither is there salvation in any other but Jesus Christ, don't you realize that if I only can't have salvation without Jesus, I can't have life without Him. Praise God. I need wisdom. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Forsake it not. Buy the truth and sell it not. Amen. You need to have this in your life. Paul goes on and said, But God commended His love towards us, and while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. The Lord said to Jeremiah 6.16, He says, Stand you and ask, Where is the old path? Where is the good way? And walk therein, and you shall find rest for your soul. Are you in the right pathway? You've got to get in the right path, and you've got to stay in the right path. Amen. We need to understand that God's mercy and goodness flows to us continually. Amen. And God is trying to draw hearts. He's trying to draw minds so that we can be in the straight and never a pathway. Amen. If you get wisdom, you can see the path you're supposed to be in. It leads you to life. And that more abundantly. As I said earlier, Acts 2.38 ain't going to save you if you don't get in the path and stay in it. That just got you on the road. You have to follow peace with all men and holiness without shall no man see the Lord. This thing gets straight and it gets tight and it gets narrow. 
but it's joy unspeakable and full of glory. And the half has not yet been told. Amen. As you walk down that narrow pathway, it might begin to seem to be narrow, but you'll see that the light will begin to open up and you'll see everywhere that you put your feet. Because Paul, David says, that the Lord is my light and my salvation. Amen. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet. It is a light unto my pathway. God is light. And when He walks before me to make the way straight, it's broad and clear and I can see anywhere I am going. Amen. And I don't have to worry about the narrow. Paul goes on and tells the church in Rome, he says, but you're not in the flesh, but you're in the Spirit. If so, be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the Spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the Spirit of Him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, He that raised up Christ from the dead shall quicken your mortal bodies by His Spirit that dwell in you. Therefore, brethren, you are debtors, not to the flesh to live after the flesh. For if you live after the flesh, you shall die. But if you through the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, you shall live. For as many as you are led by the Spirit of God, you are the sons of God. Are you in the straight and narrow? The Lord took Ezekiel in Ezekiel 37, and he set him in the mix of a bunch of dry bones. And he asked him, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord, thou knowest. Again he said to me, Prophesy unto these bones. And said to them, O you dry bones, hear the words of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God unto these dry bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and you shall live. And I will lay sin you upon you, and will bring up flesh upon you, and cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and you shall live, and you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded, and as I prophesied, there was a noise, and behold, a shaking, and the bones came together, bones to his bone, and I will be held Lo, the sinew in the flesh came upon them, and the skin covered them above, but there was no breath in them. Then said he unto me, Amen, but there was no breath in them. And he said unto me, Prophesy unto the wind, prophesy, son of man, and say to the wind, Thus saith the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain, that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they lived, and stood upon their feet and became an exceeding great army. Amen. So notice he had to prophesy, amen, to the wind, to the to the body themselves, the word of God. He had to tell them what God says because the word is what gives us life. Amen. But they was not alive until he prophesied to the wind. He says, breathe, amen, breathe upon these slain. The word for breath there is the the same Greek word for spirit. Uh, amen. This is why on the day of Pentecost,
Pentecost uh, when they was in the upper room uh, and there was all a one accord uh, and one place uh, and suddenly there came from heaven uh, as a rushing mighty wind and it filled all the house where they were sitting and there appeared unto them cloven tongues uh, like as a fire and it set upon each of them and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost uh, and began to speak with other tongues uh, as the Spirit of God gave them the utterance. Uh, the Spirit will always bring you life. Amen. And because the Spirit is God uh, and God is life. Uh, amen. And I am the way. I am the truth. And I'm the life. And without Him, you can't have life. Without Him, you can't live. Praise God. Where is the good old way? Paul told the church at Corinth in 1 Corinthians 1.24. He says, But unto them which are called, both Jew and Greek, Jesus Christ, amen, is both the God, the power of God, and He is the wisdom of God. He's the power and He's the wisdom. Amen. All power in heaven and earth is given unto me. He has power. Behold, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing by any mean shall harm you. Notice he says he's also the wisdom of God. Amen. Proverbs 8. I wisdom dwell with prudence. I find out knowledge with witty inventions. By me, kings reign, and princes declare justice. Amen. Wisdom is always there because God is wisdom. Hear me. Amen. Because if you're going to have life, you've got to have wisdom. You've got to have Christ. Amen. Paul says, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not as us. We're troubled on every side, but we're not distressed. We're perplexed, but not despair. We are persecuted, but not forsaken. We're cast down, but not destroyed. We're always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life of Christ might be manifested in our mortal bodies. Amen. Praise God. We need to understand that He is the life, and there's no other way to obtain eternal life than through Jesus Christ our Lord. We have to have wisdom and knowledge and understanding to get in this right path. The Lord says to the, I mean, through the Apostle Paul, through the church at Corinth, examine yourself, whether you be in the faith. Prove your own self. Know ye not your own self how that Jesus Christ is in you except you be a reprobate. But I trust that you know that you're not a reprobate. Notice what he says. Examine yourself. Are you in the faith? What does it mean to be in the faith? It means you live your life by the gospel of Jesus Christ. You've got to live your life according to the gospel. And what's the gospel? It's Jesus Christ. And what is Jesus Christ? He's the Word made flesh. 
You have got to live your life according to the Word. This is why James says, don't just be a hearer. You've got to be a doer of the Word of God. Amen. See, so to be a, 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 your faith, amen, in Christ, uh, examine yourself. Uh, do I love God with all my heart, mind, soul, and strength? Do you love God more than anything else? If not, you're not in the faith. If you're not tithing, you're not in the faith. If I gossip about other people, I'm not in the faith. If I'm more concerned about the things of the world than the things of God, I'm not in the faith. If I lie and make excuses, then I'm not in the faith. If I'm afraid to speak about Jesus Christ, I'm not. In the faith. Amen. we got to get in the faith. If I'm going to have life. And that more abundantly. See, because that abundant life means I am going to get rid of everything else. And serve God with my heart, mind, soul, and strength. It's straight. It's tight. But it's right. Amen. You're not going to half sneak in to heaven. This is why God says, amen, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 4, 2, moreover, it's required of stewards that a man be found faithful. Amen. If you notice when Jesus gave out those talents uh, and when he came back uh, the first one come uh, he brings ten. And what does he say to him? Well done thy good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of the Lord which has been prepared for you. The same way with the one that two that now has four. He says the same to him. Well done thy good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy that is prepared for you. But then to the one that did nothing with the talent that he had given him, he came to him and says, Lord, I knew you was a hard man. I knew you strolled where you did not stroll. Amen. And he says, out of your mouth, you knew these things, but yet you did nothing with what I had did to given to you. Take it from him and give it to the one which has and bind this unfaithful servant uh, and cast them into out of darkness. Uh, there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Amen. We've got to understand, brothers and sisters, that this thing is tight, uh, but it's right. Uh, eternal life uh, requires you to be committed uh, to everything you say that you're going to do when you become a child of the Most High God. Uh, you've got to walk according to the Word of God. You've got to commit yourself. You've got to have an attitude of roof. And so don't you entrust me or entreat me to leave you. Your God is going to be my God. Your people is going to be my people. Where you live, that's where I'm going to live. Where you die, that's where I'm going to die. The only thing that's going to separate me and you, amen, is death. You've got to have the attitude of Paul. None of these things 
moved me. Neither count I my life dear to me, that I may finish my joy, a ministry with joy, amen, which I have received of the Lord to testify of the goodness of God. You've got to get in this thing and stay straight. You've got to set your affections, Paul says, to the church at Corinth. I'm at close. Set your affections on things above and not on things of this earth. For your life is dead and is hid with Christ and God. Amen. So that when He comes again, you will reign with Him forever and evermore. Get in this straight and narrow. He's the only way that leads to life. Praise God. Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let's go on to perfection. Let's go on to perfection. Not laying the works again. You've got to move forward. Amen. It's straight. It's tight. But you've got to walk in the faith of Jesus Christ. There's no other way to get you there. John writes in First John, I mean, Gospel of John, verse 41 and 45. He says, first, Andrew, verse 41, Andrew finded Peter. And he said unto him, we have found the Messiah, which is being interpreted, the Christ. Notice, he found him. And what did he do? He stayed with him. If you say, I found Jesus, then nothing should ought to pull you away. Nothing should be able to separate you. Amen. They found him and they stuck with him. Now notice what Philip says in verse 45. Philip findeth Nathanael and said unto him, We have found him of whom Moses and the law and the prophets did write, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Once they found him, amen, Nathanael says, Can any good thing come out of Nazareth? He says, Come and see. They stuck with it. That's why they turned their world upside down. They got into the straight and narrow pathway, amen, and they lived their lives according to the word that Jesus had taught them, And they went about, amen, teaching and spreading the truth uh, everywhere, amen. Paul told the church at Rome in the 7th chapter, in the 10th verse, uh, he said, The commandments which was ordained to life, uh, I realized is really ordained to death, uh, amen. Because when I die to this wall, amen, I will have life. Uh, If I don't die to this wall, there's no way I can obtain eternal life, amen. I've got to die to these things. Things of this world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life, so that I can live forevermore. The psalmist said in Psalms 119:33 through 40, he says, "Teach me, O God, Thy law, and I will observe it with my whole heart." He says, "Give me an understanding, Amen, of Your statutes, and I will keep them unto the end." Amen. He says, "Make me to go in the way of Thy commandments, for therein." Do your servants delight. Amen. He says, incline my heart unto thy testimony and not unto covetousness. He says, turn away my eyes from beholding vanity and quicken thou me and thy way. Amen. We need to understand that the Word of God is designed to put you in the pathway of eternal life because in Him was life. 
And the life was the light of men. David goes on in Psalms 19, said, The Lord, the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimonies of the Lord are sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the hearts. The commandments of the Lord are pure, enlightening the eye. The fear of the Lord is clean and doing forever. And the judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired or day than gold. Yea, than much fine gold. Sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them are your servants worn and keeping in them are a great reward. You've got to keep the word of God to have eternal life. And Jesus is that word. You've got to embrace Him. You've got to embrace His way. You've got to embrace the things He tells you to do. If you're going to have life, you're not going to attain it your own way. My ways are not your ways, and my thoughts are not your thoughts. They're too much higher. Amen. Don't lean to your own understanding. The Bible says, in all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will direct your path. He came to give you life so you can have it more abundantly eternal life but you've got to obey what he's telling you amen and don't lean to your own understanding you've got to stand on the word of god you've got to lean on the word of god if not you're not going to make it praise god that's why he told nicodemus you've got to be born again of the water and the spirit If not, you can't see, nor can you enter into the kingdom of God. Are you born again? Are you truly born again? Because if you're born again, then the old life is dead. And you are committed now to serve God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. Amen. Are you in the faith? Come on. Ask yourself, am I in the faith? Examine yourself if you're in the faith. Prove your own self. You know for yourself that you are lining up with this Word of God. You you graduated from school. (laughs) You can read. You know if you are in the right way or not. Praise God. You can't play with God. You've got to be true. Because truth shall make you free. It's joy. It's excitement. Amen. All this good stuff just flows. That's why when you read Proverbs 8, I know I was hitting all cross, but you go back and read it. See what it says. Where was wisdom? It was right there. Before the mountains was ever settled. Before the hills were. He says, I brought forth. He said, before he made the heavens above. Amen. I was there. Amen. For he gave and set a compass upon the face of it. He says, I was right there. Amen. He said, before he set the clouds above, I was there. Before he made the foundations of the earth, he says, I was there. He says, I was standing right there when he gave to the sea his decree. Amen. That the water should not pass his commandments. When he stripped in the foundations of the earth, 
He says, I was there by him as one brought up with him. And he says, I was daily his delight, rejoicing in the habitable parts of his earth. Amen. And my delight was to the sons of men. So he says, if you receive my instructions and be wise and refuse it not, he says, because my way is right. Wisdom is always right. Amen. Because God is wisdom. That's why Paul says to those Jews and Greeks that are called, he says, Jesus Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. Amen. That's why Paul told the church at Colossae, he says, all things were made by him. He's the one that spoke this thing into existence. So, brothers and sisters, get in the path. Get in the straight and narrow. And you'll find rest to your soul. You will find eternal life. So I want to ask you this question today as we prepare to close. Have you considered eternity lately? When's the last time you just stopped and considered eternity? Have you examined yourself if you're in the faith? And you says, yep, I'm in the right way. I know this is it. And I'm staying in it. You've got to stay in it. Because if not, you will not obtain eternal life. Let's stand this morning. Praise God. Amen. If you're here this morning, under the sound of my voice, and I just want to encourage us all this morning, amen, to let's be true Christians. Let's be real in all that we do. Let's not play with this thing because tomorrow is not promised. I don't know. Not even myself when the Lord is coming. Amen. But this one thing I do know is I definitely want to reign with him for the rest of my life. Jesus says, what does it profit you gain this whole world and lose your soul? It's it's not going to mean a thing. Notice, as I said earlier, when Andrew first found Jesus, he went immediately and got his brother. Say, man, we we found him. You know, you need to come on, man. We found him. You know, Philip goes get Andrew, uh, Nathaniel. He says, man, we found the one that they talked about. Moses talked about. The prophets talked about. You better come on. Amen. This is the attitude we should have in our lives. We come in contact with people. We should say, man, we found him. You better come on. You know, because tomorrow is not promised to any of us. So let's examine ourselves this morning. Amen. And let's ask ourselves, am I really in the faith? Am I really in the pathway? And let's, let's, let's stay in this pathway for the rest of our days. Oh, bells, I must be saved. You're here today and you haven't repented or above all else. I must be saved, Lord, why?